Hello, Traveler, and welcome to the Travels with Kev podcast. I'm Kev. I will be your host for today. Today we're talking about coach class on Amtrak trains. So once you get a tasty beverage or something to snack on, and let's dive into this topic. If you are new to the Travels with Kev podcast, this is a podcast to help beginner travelers get started or intermediate travelers step up their game a little bit. No matter where you are on the travel spectrum, we are here to help you. And by we, I mean you and I working together. So let's get into Amtrak coach class. Over my many miles with Amtrak on both regional and long-distance routes, I've used Amtrak's coach class. And I'm about six foot two, a little over 200 pounds. We're working on that part. And I find coach class to be comfortable for watching the world go by and okay for sleeping. And if it works for me, it could work for you. Here are a few reasons why you might consider getting a coach seat on, an, on your next Amtrak trip. Some regional trains only offer coach class, such as the Hiawatha and others. Two, you, you like to ride coach class. I know there are some people out there who just enjoy being around other people when they travel. You want to save money on your trip, especially shorter trips. This is, coach class is a great way to do that. Or, as this has happened before, it's the only seats left on the train. But whatever the reason is, coach class can be an excellent way for you to, for some to travel the U.S. via rail, especially if you're on a budget. On the other hand, there are a few reasons why you might not want to book coach seating, such as you want more personal space, you want to sleep horizontally, or this next one, the opposite of before, Amtrak has sold out out of all coach class seating, or other reasons you may have. Before we go any further, I do want to address something that I have noticed. There are, are certain people who, in in the in groups and other online forums uh, are very disparaging against coach class and I think for some of those people they either a they're just not happy no matter what or they just had one bad experience and they expect you know they think everything's a bad experience I've, I I've done coach class for for long trips and short trips and while I do prefer um, getting a sleeper that is that is my preference sometimes it's just not affordable or or not reasonable and, and and coach class is doable you know if you go in with the right attitude it is very doable and i i, I just think it kind of gets a a bad rap when it shouldn't or or they try to make people feel bad because they're going and coach not a sleeper if, if you want to go coach go coach if that's what you can afford it is better to to travel and have an experience at least in my eyes, than to to try to make somebody else happy or, or fulfill somebody else's travel goal. Um, sorry, that's my quick little rant. So I want to talk about Amtrak's different equipment that they use. First, I want to cover the Superliners, or the two-level trains. Uh, these are found on many of the western long-distance routes. Uh, on the east, it's on the auto train. Some of the Regional routes like the Pier Marquette or the Surfliner or some of the San Joaquin and Capital Corridor trains, I believe, have bi-level trains. It's been a while since I've uh, I've been out that way. Um, but on those, there's an upper level of coach seating and a lower level. The lower level, uh, Amtrak usually reserves for people who have either mobility issues um, or other other needs, but you anybody technically can book those. 
um, and then the upper level. Um, so in these cars, uh, on the lower level is obviously the lower level seats. That's where you enter the car, and also the restrooms are there. Uh, on the upper level is more coach seating. Uh, plus, if you want to go from car to car, you need to be on the top level. So for if you're, especially if you have kids, the top level is often easier just because you're not going up and downstairs. Um, but if you're on the upper level, you do need to go downstairs to use the restroom. Also with the Superliner trains, um, there are luggage racks overhead. And right across from the stairs is a rack where you can put luggage. Just remember you are responsible for your own luggage and what happens to it when you carry it on the train. Amtrak also has uh, single-level equipment that's found on all the eastern long-distance trains uh, and a lot of the regional trains, and there's different variety types. There's the Amfleet series and the Horizon and the Talgo series, depending on where you're at. Uh, but those, everything's on one level. Bathrooms are one end. Uh, luggage racks are often on the other um, with the trash. And there's, once you're in, you know, you're good to go uh, from car to car. So we've talked about why you might use coach class. We've talked about the different types of equipment. So let's just talk next about the amenities that you can get in coach class. Amtrak has a generous luggage allowance uh, for carry-on. You can bring up to two 28-inch suitcases and two personal items. All must be under 50 pounds. Amtrak coach seating provides decent leg room for regional trains. I fit I fit well. And on long distance trains, you get uh, a lot of leg room, more than you'll ever get anywhere else. Um, but leg room and seat pitch may base from train to train. There is one double outlet, you know, just like in your house. Uh, but you do have to be friendly. That is one for each. Uh, bring in a, I'll talk about this later, but bringing an extension cord uh, helps out quite a bit. There is, like I said before, overhead luggage racks available on all these cars. The seat back has a net for your small belongings, so you can put your phone or your charger in while you're traveling. But remember, this is not a garbage can. Clean up after yourselves, and remember to take your stuff after you leave. There's a fold-down tray that works well for holding food, your entertainment, or your computer, or making your personal workspace. There is an exception if you do get uh, by a bulkhead, you won't have a tray. Long-distance routes add curtains to the windows so you can block out uh, the, the lights at night. There's a leg rest, foot rest, and the seat. And the seats lean back further and offer more leg room than on coach class. Other amenities, as I said before, there's at least two more bathrooms per car. Uh, the superliners, uh, the restrooms are on the lower level. Food service, I'm going to talk more about this later. But all long-distance trains at least have a cafe car. And most regionals do. Some of the short-run regionals do not have a cafe car. Check bag and bike services are available on some trains, uh, mostly only available at staff stations. There are um, some exceptions. And there's some areas to hang out on, uh, on the train if you need to get out of your seat for a little bit. Um, on a lot of the Superliner trains, uh, there's a sightseer card, not all but most. Uh, and then there's a cafe car that you can also hang out, especially on Viewliner and regional trains. Boarding coach class. 
First thing you want to remember, boarding trains can vary from train to train and station to station. There are several different station types within the Amtrak system. At staff stations, listen for announcements. Uh, they will tell you which which platform to go to and when when to go out to the train. There are, at unstaffed stations, some of them, uh, like Sturdivant, uh, the conductors can make an announcement from the train as to let you know when the train is coming and which track it will be on. At that station, there's two tracks that the train could come on, arrive at the station at. As you approach the train, look for conductors and listen to announcements. Let's talk about getting on the train. Before the train arrives, have your ticket out and handy. Um, that way then, if you need to look for it, you will be able to find it. You can either use a paper ticket or you can use an electronic device such as a, a tablet or your phone. They can scan your ticket from there. Most Amtrak trains do not let you pick your seat before boarding, you know, such as airlines. Um, many, especially the regional trains, uh, kind of have like a southwest policy of first comes first served with seats. Um, or you get your seat assignment right before you board. Often long distance trains, they will assign you a coach seat as you are boarding. And some quick reminders about boarding the train. Remember that you only paid for one seat. So if you create an office on the train, and there are many people getting on, you may have to move your stuff. Since you know you only bought one seat, don't be crabby about it. I've had that happen to me in the past. People get upset because I needed a seat, and they're... They were taken up too. Um, just so I don't appear to be a hypocrite, I will say this several times. I have used the seat next to mine, if nobody's in it, to temporarily store my belongings. But to be polite, I always make sure I clear my belongings by the time we get to the next station. So if I'm trying to organize my bag or something. But to it, it, just be courteous. I want to talk quickly about boarding the train at night. If you board the train between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m., remember that people are already on the train and they're trying to sleep. The best way to not create enemies is to find your seat quietly and try not to disturb your seatmate. It is frustrating when you start to sleep and a new passenger bothers you by talking loudly or making excessive noise or banging their luggage into you as they board the train. The train will be dark when you board at night. There are nightlights on the train. If you need help, ask a conductor on board staff. Now, if you're already on the train and you cannot sleep, um, don't talk on your phone at night. Go to either the, the cafe car, the lounge car, sightseer lounge, uh, or in the vestibule. Just don't sit and coach at night and talk on your phone. It's, it's, it's a great way to create enemies. Know where you're going. Conductors and crew will ask you where you're going. Tell them your destination on that train and not your final destination, unless it takes you to your destination. For example, if you're going from Chicago to Kissimmee, Florida, and you're taking the Capital Limited and then catching the Silver Meteor, when you get on the Capital Limited, people, the conductors want to know you're going to Washington and not Kissimmee as an example. Many regional trains have a quiet car. These are golden cars. Well, not literally golden, but they're really nice as far as they're quiet. I like that. And there's some simple rules within the quiet car. Place your phone on silent. 
use headphones if your, if your device makes noise. Talk in a whisper and refrain from talking on your phone outside of, hang on one second. Basically, they want to create a library light atmosphere. There's no charge for this car or special ticket, and seats are available to the first person who sits down. These cars are for people to work, sleep, and unwind without regular coach class noise. The quiet car is not the right car for you if you need to make several phone calls, or if you want to chat loudly with your travel buddy. If the quiet car is busy when you first try to get a seat, you can try back later as people deboard. But take your seat take with you if you have one. So let's talk about a few things you should consider packing if you are going to be a coach passenger. These are a few of the extras that I often pack. A reusable water bottle. It's optional but helpful. You can fill them on a train. Like I talked before, an extension cord. Headphones are a must. Snacks. I try to carry snacks even on short trips, just in case. And with snacks, be considerate of your fellow travelers and make sure that uh, your food isn't too pungent, uh, such as egg salad or smelly fish. And that sort of stuff's never a good way to make friends on the train. Make sure you have your chargers and the cords for all your devices. A tablet, such as an iPad, is handy, but optional. Uh, you can use it for entertainment, such as watch downloaded movies, books, and music. You can store Amtrak schedules and route guides, which can be found on travelswithkevin.com. Um, and I, on the show notes, I also try to put in my article about entertainment ideas for train travel. Tickets. As we said before, Amtrak, Amtrak conductors can scan them off your electronic devices or paper, but just make sure you have them in some capacity. Wet wipe seats are handy uh, to help freshen up the, the seat tray and yourself. On long distance, I would pack all those, plus the, maybe like a neck pillow uh, or some other pillow. There are a lot of really nice blow-up pillows available on, on Amazon and from other places that pack light. Uh, a small blanket like uh, works really well. Uh, Earplugs, if you need it to be quieter, and eye shades sometimes, uh, sometimes help. They, Amtrak does offer comfort kits uh, in the cafe car, uh, but they could sell out. Uh, and sleep aids also help, too. Let's talk about what food options are available for Amtrak coach class passengers. I'm recording this in July of 22, and currently coach class passengers cannot access the dining car, uh, but they can use the cafe and bring food. Just a reminder, you can bring food and drink onto the train, but due to FDA regulations, you cannot consume the food that you brought on the train in food service cars. It's kind of like bringing your own food to a restaurant. It's not right. Uh, you can bring alcohol. Listen to this one carefully. You can bring alcohol onto the train, but you cannot partake from what you bring. If you drink from your stash, there's a chance that you can be removed from the train and fined if you are caught. Adult beverage, adult beverages. Wow, adult beverages can be purchased from the cafe car. Overnighting in Amtrak coach class. Around 10 p.m., conductors turn off the car's lights and turn on the nightlights, and they also discontinue announcements. Um, just a, a quick side note before I go much further. Uh, you cannot turn off 
the night lights as a coach passenger or try to take the bulbs out. I have seen people try to attempt that. A, it's a safety thing. Two, you're not that special. Don't do that. It's not yours. Um, but an important note about uh, sleeping at night, make sure, or being in coach at night, make sure that your seat tag is properly above your seat. That way then, A, uh, if your stop is not overnight, they won't wake you up because it's missing. And two, if your stop is overnight, that they can wake you up. Um, they uh, will try to wake you up a, a little bit before your uh, you arrive in your destination. So you have time to get all your belongings together. But make sure you're in the car that they put you in with your seat tag above you so that uh, they can find you and you can get off the train at the appropriate time. Be aware that sleeping in coach class is not like sleeping in a $500 hotel. The seats recline far enough to get comfortable and get a few Zs, but not far enough to lie flat. I'm a side sleeper and I often can find a comfortable position, although I do wake up several times throughout the night. Occasionally, if you're lucky, you can get two seats together just for you. This isn't guaranteed, but it does make sleeping a little bit easier and you can stretch out a little bit more. If you are not comfortable sleeping in a chair, you might want to try... If you're not comfortable sleeping in a chair, you might consider getting a room on the train. Often I get asked, can I get off the train? And where can I go while on the train? Well, let's let's get the... Can I get off the train question answered first? There are spots along long-distance routes designated for you to get off the train. These longer stops are where Amtrak has crew changes or fuel the locomotives or service the cars. Also, if a train arrives early at a station, often the crews let passengers off to get some fresh air. At these stops, you can get off the train, stretch out, get some fresh air, or grab a smoke. But remember, do not wander too far from the train. The train can leave at any time on or after the scheduled time. And it can leave with or without you. So listen to the crew for the all aboard. Often the engineers will toot the horn twice as a warning to let you know it's time to get back on the train. When you're on the train, you can get up and walk around. Occasionally I've walked through other coach cars just to kind of stretch my legs a little bit. Or you can go to the uh, cafe or the sightseer lounge, depending what is on your train. As a coach passenger, you're not allowed to walk through the sleepers, nor are you allowed to walk through the dining car, unless you have reservations. If you don't think coach class is suitable for you, many trains have other options. Business class is available on many regional trains and a few long-distance routes. Business class includes priority boarding at stations of origin, leather seats, a little more legroom, Free drink ref refills on coffee and tea. Confirm with the attendant. This sometimes has changed. And additionally, the business class is usually quieter than regular coach class. Business class can be part of a cafe car or a dedicated car. And as I said before, two on long distance routes, you can get uh, a room in the sleeping car. There's roomettes, bedrooms, accessible rooms. The downside of Amtrak coach class, like all other public transportation, you will probably sit next to somebody you don't know. Every once in a while, you could end up with a fellow passenger who does not have the same manners as you. Over the years, this has been more of an exception to the rule than the standard. If you go into coach class with a mindset of, I'm going to make new friends for this trip, and things are not going to be perfect, and that's okay, you'll be fine. Actually, if you're just going to travel like that, you 
your travel is going to be a lot easier. If you are easily bothered or a very light sleeper or want privacy, coach class is not for you, and an upgrade might be a necessity. Let's cover a fun topic. Let's cover how to get kicked off the train. I have seen this done a couple of times. Uh, I, I try to experience a lot of things uh, travel-related. This is not one that uh, I really want to experience uh, and write about, so I, I apologize. This is not first-hand experience. Uh, but there are a few ways you can get kicked off the train. If you're in coach class, like I said before, you can, tr you can transport alcohol, but you cannot drink from your stash. So... If you are caught drinking from your own supply on an Amtrak train, you might get a special ride share to an ex uh, exclusive hotel until you get yourself back together, a.k.a. you can get arrested and go to jail and fined. Smoking. Smoking is not permitted on the train, and that also includes vaping. From personal experience, not as a smoker, but as a passenger, if someone smokes on the train, everybody will know. The smell will quickly fill the car, trust me. Uh, so, uh, if you do smoke, consider smoking and vaping alternatives while on the train. A few other things, do not transport marijuana on the train, even if you're going through Colorado from Denver to Glenwood Springs. Um, Amtrak is considered federal property, and so it is illegal to transport uh, marijuana on the train, even if it's legal in that state. Another great way to get kicked off the train is to open doors and windows. Uh, engineers can see when doors and windows open, and they do inform conductors of such behaviors. So leave the windows and doors closed. I want to quickly go over some things that you should not do and coach. And some of these are a review from before. First thing is eat noisy food late at night or foods with strong odors. Use your electronic device without headphones. Make loud phone calls, extended phone calls, from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. <sighs> that has happened. Wear a lot of perfume. Have unrealistic expectations about your whole trip. The scenery is not going to be 100% on your trip, nor is the ride going to be perfectly smooth. Traveling by train is public transportation, like flying or taking the bus, and not all people behave according to your standards. Another thing not to do is book tight connections or make plans for a short time after your scheduled arrival. Delays happen, and on train travel, a lot of it is due to host railroads. Another thing not to do is leave messes, especially in public areas, bathrooms, cafes. Clean up after yourself. Don't plan on sitting alone. Don't be a table hog in the cafe car when it is busy. It's unfair to your fellow passengers. If the train is busy, don't take up more than one seat. You only paid for one, and the train is not your office. Yeah. Now, there, there was a little bit of me just ranting in there, and I really don't apologize. We, we can get along. We can do this. Things you should do when in coach class. Use your inside voice. Have proper hygiene. Use headphones. Yes, this is important. And keep the headphone level at a reasonable level. Take your eyes off your screen and look outside every once in a while. Not every route has stunning vistas, but some are breathtaking. Besides, your eyes will enjoy it looking something other than your screen. Be open-minded and pack your patience. That tip goes a long way, and sometimes I struggle with that. Talk to others if you're comfortable at doing so. Please clean up after yourself. 
Remember, perfect trips don't always happen. Often imperfect journeys have better stories. Put your phone on silent or turn the ringer down, especially at night, because it is polite to do. Remember, Wi-Fi is a luxury and not a right. Plan to sit next to somebody you may not know. And share tables when busy. Don't let negative things control your trip and try to look for the brighter side. I want to thank you for coming along on this journey as we looked at Amtrak Coach Class. I hope that you learned something. And if you found value, you can always go to travelswithkev.com slash value. Or you can also, in the show notes, there's ways for you to get a hold of me if you have any more questions or anything like that. So I appreciate your time, and I'm going to let my niece uh, sign us out. Have a great day, and I look forward to uh, chatting with you again. Bye. You were listening to the Travel Webcast podcast. Bye.